Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everybody. We are already in week eight of this new year, 2024. Pam is going to let us know all about the week starting Monday, the 19th of February. And then I'll be back around the full moon for our meditation. Okay, very good. So the 19th Monday I see is President's Day in the United States. And for those folks who listen and are not in the United States, I, I apologize that I mention it now and again. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, for better or worse, uh, the United States is a big power and it um, it is going through a lot of huge changes uh, as anyone who is even remotely aware of the news knows but it's also going through seismic changes yes uh, geologically but uh, in the basis of how it does government um, some people may not be aware of that yet. The dinosaurs are clinging, um, well, for <laughs> for no good reason to old systems, but the systems must change because Pluto, the planet that symbolizes irrevocable transformation, indicates there is profound structural changes foot in the United States and the reason I can say this is that historically when you look at world governments wherever whatever country whatever government none of them none of them continue as originally framed after about 250 years some of them much earlier some of them go through transitions every month. But in the case of the United States, the time is up. And it is not easy for a country, again, look historically, uh, the United Kingdom, France, Spain, Germany, countries that wielded a lot of power and colonized a lot. And I know the United States doesn't think of it as a colonizer, but... Anyway, not to get into arguments about it, but it's President's Day in the United States. So I would think that the 19th, moon in the sign of cancer, very strong energy for the United States as it's presently formed. I would think that we will see a lot of discussion in the news, perhaps events that have to do with the extreme polarity 
that the United States is experiencing now that has to do with tensions continuing until there's... When you pull... Think of... Think of a band, a rubber band or something being pulled and pulled and pulled and pulled until the integrity cannot hold anymore. Well, that's what's happening with extreme polarities that we see throughout the world. Um, But um, it is very concentrated in a country like the United States. So uh, with the moon and cancer on this day on Monday, which actually overall looks like it can be a highly productive day and a beneficial day. Now, with that with that beginning that I gave, I also want to add that people who are on board for transformation, who are hungry for change, who are willing to be the architects of the new tomorrow, who are willing to go through the the metamorphosis that must occur. A day like today is a tremendous day. We're in the waxing moon cycle, as Susie mentioned, we're heading towards that full moon. So we're in a period of let's pull together whatever it is we're building, creating, dreaming, aiming for. Moon and Cancer is very fecund. It's it's about It's about where we all come from, the great seas, and how we're all formed. And water, as I've mentioned many times on this podcast, water is the most valuable product. It's not a product, but it's the most valuable element in the world. And more and more and more, there's recognition of that fact. And forget about oil if you don't have water. So today, Monday, seep in to swim in to the sense that we are all connected in this big universe, yes, but also in this big blue planet. So those of us who work for a greater strength and holding of that connectivity and the the realization that every face you encounter is potentially a friend, or even if energetically they feel very wired, toxic, or even perhaps dangerous, uh, the best thing is to send them love, move on, and do that. Because today is a day when the planets Saturn and Jupiter, these two planets symbolize, in Saturn's case, it's how we manifest, the structures that we make, the, the walls that we build, the boundaries that we build. I'm talking about water, so think about dams. But Jupiter, Jupiter is the great expanse, the worlds beyond, things that we can only dream about and things that we can basically not really form in our dreams. And so that potential is in front of us today. It's a huge day for being able to concretize dreams, 
So for those of us who are open to it, potential and opportunity is there. I was talking to Susie before the call about how so much of life, I mean, you can be, you can be charged and ready, but if you're not making the connections to the right people opportunities, then that it's like a lightning rod sitting in a place where there's no lightning occurring. So we want to pull in the energy that allows us to be dynamic. So even if today is a really quiet day for you, a putter day, which is a great way to use this day if you have the opportunity to do it, a putter day to be in your home, to create some sense of order, routine, nesting, but also when our, our nest feels comfortable and safe, it is at its best when it has an openness about it. Invite in the friendly elements that come through your door. Pass over the welcome mat. So today, the 19th, Great Potential Day. On the 20th, Tuesday, some of us may wake up with a sense of moving through old wounds. And that may have been felt the night before for those of us who have basically when planetary pictures are um, basically reforming geometric shapes that are in our natal horoscope, we are triggered, sensitized, we remember something. And so for some of us, it's really important to be gentle with yourself, to, to lick the wounds. But the things about wounds and uh, those of us who have very strong patterns of having come through, uh, especially early childhood wounds or past life wounds that we're moving through and recreating, uh, we, we don't want to recreate the pattern. We want to, we often do, before we understand, okay, now it's time to move the pieces, shift the pattern, accept what we know about these lessons, and move on from them. And so this morning is a wonderful time to, as I said, be gentle with yourself, move from pass through and one of the greatest pains that many of us have in life especially with um, families of origin is the sense that someday I'm going to make them understand or see me as I really am sometime some sometime there's going to be a a resolution, a understanding. And at best, for some of us, there's that understanding within ourselves. I recognize this. I witness this. I know this as truth. And an acceptance that the others may never get it. But when we get it, when we know that is truth, and 
are gentle with ourselves and spring from it, then we, we transform. And so energetically, these couple of days are really fabulous for transforming, moving through old wounds. And as I've talked about before, we are all coming through, moving through periods of mourning with uh, what's going on with the planet, the, uh, the shifts and changes that are going on with how people relate to one another. And so we're, we're looking for what comes next. So I see today, uh, the 20th, as, as um, a, a day to birth a day to bring in. When when we were coming out of the sea initially, did we know what we were going to form? So the 21st, the moon is still in the sign of cancer and it shifts into, it goes void, of course, rather, at 1.38 a.m. And then at 8.40 a.m., it enters the sign of Leo. When the moon is void, of course, the best course of action is to organize, don't start anything new, work on things already in motion, or recharge. Once the moon enters Leo, fire sign, very, very motivated, very wants to do what it wants to do, work on a direction in which it's going. Think about flames and how they want to go up and spread. So this energetically wants to move, yet unlike Monday, Tuesday, we may encounter a lot of obstacles. Power struggles can occur for some of us in the early part of the day. Again, without friction, you don't make fire. Energy doesn't happen. So if there's friction, think about how you want to move through it or Choose your battles, as we always say in relationships that are long-term or we need to work with, and come to points of understanding, especially self-understanding. Wednesday especially is a very, uh, a lot of things rubbing together or rubbing against one another, and Anyone who, who creates, I mean, the creative process often has a lot of um, obstacles or um, things that aren't quite working the way you think they should, not knowing when to stop. And so this day can feel very uneven to some of us and as though we have no backup or support and we can't figure out how we're moving forward. Um, keep moving forward, keep moving, or if forward isn't the right direction, change directions, or maybe stay in place, but only keep the friction if you know what the end game, what you're going for, because otherwise it may not be worth what you're pushing up against. There's a lovely picture in the sky in, um, the wee hours of the morning on the 22nd, uh, Venus is conjunct Mars. And that probably sounds really great. <laughs> but it, it shows that 
for those of us who were able to kind of hold balance with all the uh, all the s- strife that may have occurred, and some of this can just be internal. You know, it may be that all around you everything looks very calm, but it can just be internal for some of us. It all depends uh, when you think of your chart as as a picture. So that picture shows the blueprint, your potential of any point in time. So when the point in time superimposed on top of it is showing there's, there's action, for some of us, there's a lot of action. And for others, it's, it's internal. And for others, it's like, wow, look at all that going on out there. <laughs> but it's a very dynamic day. And Tuesday, also, I mean, sorry, Thursday, the 22nd, also has that moon in the sign of Leo and still has all that, that strife. The, the piece about Thursday that's super, super important is that a lot of stuff comes out of nowhere. Surprise, um, blind spots, the unexpected, and super, super important to pay attention to where you are in space because not everybody is. People are talking on cell phones when they're driving or riding a bike and you just got to know what's going on around you. Super, super important. Um, The moon goes void, of course, at 11.18 p.m. on this day and it doesn't enter Virgo until... 8.38 p.m. on Friday the 23rd. So that means the moon is void, of course, all day in the sign of Leo on Friday. Many blessings and wonderfulness for people who get to have the day off to play, to create, to, to have fun. For People who are working, you know, deadlines, um, stress, whatever's going on, work on what you know. It's not a great day to bring in something new or introduce something you haven't done before or do a pitch. It's really best served for working on things that you feel very well equipped to be dealing with. Once that moon enters Virgo at 8.38 p.m., this leads us into that full moon. And this full moon, when it's being lit by the sun in Pisces, it's a Virgo moon, is asking that we absorb a sense of creative potential and an expectation of the unknown can be wondrous, can be awesome. The moon in Virgo is at its best when it's able to execute something that serves, that is perfect that is delivered in a way of expertise, quietly, 
without fanfare. Here it is. This is how the production happens. Perfect example to me is, as a person who loves opera, is one of the things I do is I I love to see the HD at the Met because I can't. I'm not in New York a lot of the times anymore. And what they do at the intermission is they show backstage and they show how all the supernumeraries and the technicians uh, create the pageant, move rocks to create temples, like do all this stuff that then when the curtain rises, it's like effortlessly this this new stage has been built. And that's the energy. The energy is about what, what's going on with all the bees that create the honey. Because the honey is the magic. And so, so the production, and that's where we all now are now. You know, we all are in still the new ages of this millennium. And we are all the little bees and ants creating, hopefully, what will be a better tomorrow. And it doesn't feel easy at all. It feels like, what are we even doing? And so this full moon is fabulous for just knowing what role you do well and not worrying about the bigger production. Each of our job is to do what we do in the present to our absolute best. Sitting, listening to a friend, making a cup of tea, soothing a child, working in your your hothouse because it's not the time of year in the Northeast where a garden happens. Um, But wherever you are on the planet, Whatever you can do to serve with grace and believe that the potential is something we can only dream about. That's what this weekend can bring in. And Monday, I'm sorry, Sunday, the moon goes void, of course, but not until the wee hours Monday morning. That's why I mentioned Monday. So we basically are dreamers over this weekend. We're dreamers as we're doing the work we know how to do in a meditative, expected way. And now I turn it over to our dear Susie. Thank you so much. Wow, it sounds very exciting this weekend. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. Fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, everyone, let's take our 10 little minute little contemplation meditation break. I invite you all just to sit quietly, back nice and straight. Just tilt your head in slightly towards the chest. Just a little bowing down. And take a few deeper breaths. And just settling in, settling into the self. Settling into what you are. And settling in 
to your strengths. Settling into those parts of yourself where you feel at ease, where you feel confident, where your words or your actions or even your thoughts really are effortless where they come from that invisible well, that invisible part of you that is completely full, completely natural, just completely organic. And each one of us has this place. Each one of us has a place where we are comfortable being who we are. Sometimes it takes a bit of time to find it. Sometimes we may have forgotten about it completely. Sometimes we think that it's not enough, it's just this tiny part of us, but no matter how tiny or how huge that part is, just settle into it. Allow it to be your foundation. Allow it to provide that overall background kind of confidence. And allow that to flourish, to blossom, to bloom into the rest of your being. And as we're settling into that part of ourselves, the part where we are at ease, the part where we know what we're doing, just notice how your body begins to completely relax And it may have nothing to do with knowledge or wisdom or a skill. It might just simply be a part of your personality or just a part of you that that is at ease when it's in a particular situation. Perhaps when you're walking through the forest or swimming in the ocean. It's the self, the organic, unencumbered self.
It's the mind when it is completely free. It's the heart when we feel expanded. Just be yourself. And given it's difficult, it's difficult to hold this place in our mind, in our heart, in our energy, literally, in our energy field, when there is all of this pressure that we perceive from the world around us. When we perceive this pressure to be a certain way, to look a certain way, to act a certain way, just recognize this as so-called external pressure See it for what it is and recognize that if it does not in any way support you, that it can be completely ignored. It can be completely neutral for you. What happens when we can? Simply be ourselves and not have this perception of pressure from the outside world, from others, from situations. What happens to you when you can just be yourself in this world as you are? It feels delightful. It feels so honest so pure, so true, and so deeply fulfilling. It is so meaningful and powerful. To be here Without the compromise, without the fitting in, or without the desire to not fit in, but just to be neutral about all of that and to be the mindful self.
And let that now just resonate through your being. Feel that exquisite nature of your honest self showing up. That lightness of being, of having permission to be here, be here now. and to be all that you are. And allow yourself to gently take a few deeper breaths and feel this energy moving through you. And as you're ready, Gently opening your eyes and being truly present. Thank you so much, Pamela, for our forecast for the week. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. And we will be with you next week. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.